Well, hey there. Welcome to the Kim Constable podcast. Nobody cares. Work harder, baby. Oh my goodness, what have I got in store for you today? Well, let me tell you, you are in for a treat because over the next five days, I am delivering to you my best ever material that I taught inside a private Facebook group, a five-day challenge called the Five-Day Body Makeover. And this is quite simply the most epic information I have ever shared or taught in my entire life. In fact, people in the group were saying that it was literally life-changing, not just for their bodies, but for their businesses, for their relationships. And they really got so clear on what it is that's holding them back from achieving their goals and what they need to do next to move forward. And my heart has just hurt this week. You have no idea. It has hurt so much with all of the love and support and absolute, you know, wonderfulness, if that's even a word, inside this private Facebook group. So I wanted to make these trainings available um, on the podcast this week because quite simply, they were so epic. And I know a lot of people aren't in the Facebook group who listen to this podcast. So um, I hope that you enjoy these trainings. This is the five-day body makeover. Each day, I teach a different strategy, uh, which is designed to move you towards your body goal in such a clear and consistent way on a step-by-step, in a step-by-step format, which means that you simply cannot fail. The only way you can fail is if you don't do the next step. So I hope that you enjoy these um, these trainings. Truly, it, the information is life-changing, so stick with it. Um, even if it's a topic that you think that you may not be interested in, Promise me, promise me you'll stick with it because you may actually change your life from listening to these uh, the, from to these trainings. They were they were on another level, even if I do say so myself, because you know I was the one teaching them, but they truly were the best work. They were my best teachings ever. So without further ado, uh, go listen to the trainings. Um, they are were recorded live, so the. Um, mic was a boom mic, which is above my head. So it means that it's not going to be as the good quality that you're used to in sound, but hopefully you can look past that. It will be good enough. It's just not going to be perfect sound quality, which is what I normally like to do and, or like to provide on this podcast because nobody wants to listen to a bad podcast. And, um, Apart from that, yeah, you'll hear me talk to the screen a couple of times as well, but that's because it was live in a training. So just be aware that these were recorded live. um, And so you're listening in on the recording. And if you do want to join the private Facebook group, you absolutely can jump in. Just go to thesculptedvegan.com forward slash five, the number five five-day body makeover, you can join the uh, private Facebook group. I'm going to be doing a live training in there this Friday as well. So if you if you want to jump in on the challenge, it's not too late. You can join the group. You can join in on the energy. You can, you know, get in on the live trainings that my coaches are doing this week as well. Or if you want to just go through the trainings here on the podcast, that's totally fine too. I just wanted to make sure that you had the information because honestly, it is absolutely epic. So go listen to the training. You won't hear from me again at the end. And I will speak speak to you again tomorrow for another episode of the Kim Constable podcast when we will bring you the next day's training. Okay, take care. Bye for now. I wanted to make this challenge really, really, really simple because here is the reason that most people fall off the wagon and don't achieve their body goals. Do you want to know what it is? They make it too difficult. They bite off more than they can chew. So who else here is guilty of this, right? I know I have been guilty of this in the past and 
there's a story that I actually told on the podcast recently where I actually went whenever I was um, whenever I was setting up my company and I was moving it. I really do have something in my eye. It's very annoying. Whenever I was moving my company from being a sole trader to a limited company, I had to set up a new bank account. And I went into HSBC, which is the bank that I use now, to have a meeting with um, to have a meeting with one of the account managers in there to set up my bank account. And I, she said to me oh, you look really fit. What do you do? And I said, well, you know, I have a bodybuilding company, the Sculpted Vegan. And she said, oh my goodness. She goes, I have wanted to get fit for so long. And she goes, and you know what? I, I am definitely 100%. I've just said to myself on Monday that I am going to start. And I said, that's fantastic. What is it that you're going to do? And she said, well, I've committed that on Monday, I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a five-mile run and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to have like a green, I'm going to like be, I'm going to go on a detox. I'm going to drink a green juice. I'm not like, I'm going to have like probably do like a juice cleanse or something. And then I'm going to, and then I'm going to train. I'm going to go to the gym before I go to work. I'm going to train. And then in the afternoon or the evening, whenever I come home, I'm going to do yoga. And I was like, and she was also like, and I think I'm going to like, I'm going to go vegan as well. And I was like, okay, hang on a second. <laughs> so you're completely unfit now. You don't train. You go don't go to the gym. You don't meal plan. You don't do any of that. But on Monday, oh shut up, sorry. On Monday, <laughs> you're going to get up at five a.m. and you're going to run five miles, go on a juice cleanse, uh, train in the gym all before work, and then you're going to do all your meal planning and macros and calories. And in the afternoon, you're going to do yoga. She was like, uh huh. I was like, no, you're not. You're absolutely not going to do this. She was like, well, why not? And I was like, why don't you just choose one thing? Why don't you commit to walking a mile, a kilometer, one kilometer per day? She was like, well, walking one kilometer per day isn't going to get me fit. And I was like, no, it's not going to get you fit, but it's going to get you to start, right? It's going to get you to start. And the problem or the reason why you know, many people here are suffering from lack of motivation, from lack of planning, from, you know, getting on the wagon and falling off the wagon and getting off the wagon and falling off the wagon and dragging the damn wagon into the bush and setting the fucking thing on fire is because you just set your goals too big. You set your steps too big. You're like, and so you're setting yourself up for failure. You know, you might get up in the morning and jump out of bed and be like, yeah, okay, 5am, today's the first day of the rest of my life. If you do that and you've never trained, you're going to get up the next morning and feel so sore that you're not going to be able to move. So because I want you guys to succeed in this five-day challenge, you are going to take such small steps every day that you're going to reach day five and feel like you have succeeded because you will succeed. Now, the steps are going to get ever so slightly more complicated, but not really too hard, just a little harder as the week goes on, okay? But I want you to know as well that my coaches, in fact, my entire team is in this Facebook group ready to help you. I have coaches, we have moderators, we have my entire admin team, we have my all of my directors, everybody in the company, 22 of our staff literally are in this Facebook group rooting for you, here to help you, to support you. We will not let you fail. So the only way you can fail in this challenge is not to show up and do the next step. Okay, so day one, what is the first thing that we are gonna do today? Well, all you're gonna do today is set a body goal. And then you're going to measure where you are in your journey right now against where you wanna be. Because here is what I know for sure. Most people don't get where they wanna go because they have absolutely no clue where they're going. It's like 
setting out on a vacation without any clue where you're going. Like you would never get in the car. You would never pack your suitcase. Say, say you were driving somewhere, right, to go on vacation. You would never get everything ready and pack your suitcase and get in the car with your whole family and then go, okay, we're going on vacation, but well, we don't know where we're going. You would always have a destination. And then with your destination, the roadmap that you would plan would take you to your destination. Years ago, you would have had a physical map. Now you don't have a physical map. Now we all have Waze or you know Google Maps or whatever. So what you do whenever you're driving to your, your destination or here quite often we go to Europe. And so a lot of people will fly somewhere, rent a car and then, you know, and then drive. I did this like two years ago with my kids. Friends of ours were holidaying in France. They were camping in the middle of France. They were messaging me and they were like, why don't you come and bring the kids? And we were like, okay, this was Saturday. So I booked to leave on the Sunday morning. And so I booked a flight. We flew from, you know, into Marseille and we, um, we hired a car. And when I got in the car, I was just me and the kids, Ryan stayed at home. When we got in the car, I typed into the sat-nav the exact coordinates of where I wanted to go, of where the campsite was. And I literally just followed the sat-nav. Now, if I, if I didn't know where they were camping, I would have got into the car and been like, well, I think it's kind of somewhere in the middle, but I'm not exactly sure. And that's how most people set out to achieve a goal. They say, I really would love to be, and I get this all the time. So somebody messaged me on Instagram the other week and she was like, can you please uh, give me some advice? And I said, sure, what is it you need? And she said, I just was wondering how much cardio should I be doing? And I said, well, how much cardio should you be doing for what? And she said, um, you know, to lose weight. And I was like, really specific. Well done. How much weight do you want to lose? <laughs> she went, uh, I don't know. I just want to be thinner. And she goes, I'm like, I'm a size 12 or I'm a size 14 and I want to be a size 10. And I was like, well, at least that's a start. <laughs> You're a size 12. You want to be a size 10. But she was like, I just want to lose weight. And I get people asking me all the time, how much weight training should I do? How much cardio should I do? How much cardio for what? How much weight training for what? And I always say to people, what is your goal? And so what you'll find in this group now with my coaches and any of the groups that you're in, we also have a free group called the Sculpted Vegan Insiders. But my coaches are in there every day helping people. And so quite often people will post and they'll ask questions, you know, you know, which program should I purchase? Which, you know, how much should I be eating? What should my calories be? You know, how much cardio should I be doing? And I have trained all my coaches so well that the first question they ask is, what is your goal? What is your goal? And people say, um, uh, well, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> and we're like, well, you know, is it to build muscle? Is it to burn fat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. B both of those, which one build muscle or burn fat? Uh, uh, both. <laughs> Which one is more important? Uh, okay, burning fat. Okay, so you want to burn fat, but you want to build muscle in the long term. Yeah, okay, well, how fast do you want to do it? Uh, and they're like, uh, and it's amazing. Like, you start questioning people, and they go, as fast as possible. Again, not specific enough. <laughs> like, what is your end goal? You know, like, is it four weeks? Do you have a vacation coming up? Do you have a birthday coming up? Are you going to be 50 in six months? Are you going to be, you know, 60 in eight months? Are you going to be 40 in three weeks? Like, you know, a lot of people use birthdays as milestones. And so they come into my groups and we question them. We say, what is your goal? So because the, the thing is, without a goal, right, without a specific goal, you have no idea where you're going or how to achieve it. Now, whenever I first started bodybuilding, I my first goal was to stand on stage as a bikini athlete. 
So I had started, uh, well, my first goal when I, when I started bodybuilding was to make my ass bigger, right? I wanted to have a bigger ass because it was really small and it, it wasn't really small, but it was saggy and there was no tone in it. So I guess it was quite small, but it was beginning to get saggy and there was no tone. And I was 37 and I knew that everything was going to go south and I didn't want to end up with one, you know, one of those kind of old wrinkly old woman kind of butts. And that's where I could see my ass going very, very quickly. So I realized that the only way to change it was to fill it up with muscle. Now, as I then started training in the gym, I realized that I wanted much more than a lovely big muscular ass. I wanted to stand on stage and compete as a bikini athlete. And I, I didn't even know that I wanted this until I started training in the gym. And so with that goal in mind, so suddenly now I had a goal, I had a clear goal. I still didn't know what I wanted to look like, what, what I had, you know, what my body goal would be. But I knew that now I had a goal, I had a broader, higher level goal of standing on stage as a bikini athlete, but I had no clue how to get there. So the first thing I did was like, okay, well, how do I figure out how to achieve this goal? So what I did was I contacted my um, I contacted my coach or I contacted my first coach who I didn't even know at the time, but I started looking through Instagram and um, I, I began to I guess, do you know what I didn't actually search for a coach I just knew that I had I had a and it's funny how things just come to you um, I had a goal of standing on stage. And I remember one day I was looking through Instagram and there was a girl that I followed on Instagram. I don't know how I followed her, but anyway, she posted up a picture of her really muscular quads. And she said, you know, you know, can't wait for my next show or something, you know, and my coach, my amazing coach. And she tagged her coach. And I was like, oh, this guy must do prep coach, uh, prep coaching. And he's actually now one of the coaches in the butt camp competition. Um, so he was my first ever prep coach. So I messaged him. I, I found him on Instagram and I, and then I tagged him and I, you know, I tagged him, I sent him a message on Instagram and I said, you know, I have this goal. I want to stand on stage as a bikini athlete. Is this something you can help me to achieve? And he sent back absolutely no problem at all. I'm just in work at the minute. Let me message you back later and we'll set up a plan. So I then went to him and I, and I said to him, I want to stand on stage. And he looked at me and he said, you're going to have to work really hard because you don't have enough muscle. And I said, no problem at all. I'll do whatever it takes. So I committed to working with him four to five days a week. And he didn't teach me how to set a body goal, but I remember then I started looking at bikini athletes, right? I started, you know, looking online and I started, you know, scrolling through. And actually there was a girl who was living in Belfast at the time. Her name is Natalia Mello. She is actually one of the judges in the butt camp as well. And she was, she won the bikini Olympia. So she was kind of like my, oh my goodness, you know, I must get in contact with Natalia. And I began looking at all these bikini athletes online and I came across a picture of Camille Pariat. Okay. So Camille is a bikini Olympia athlete, very experienced bikini athlete. And I remember she came up on my, on my newsfeed and she was, she's quite muscular. She, I thought she was quite muscular at the time. I have far more muscle than she does now, but she came up on my newsfeed and I thought, and I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, like I started to perv over her. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. Look how muscular she is. Look at this. And I remember taking it to Curtis, right? And I showed him the picture on my phone and I was like, Curtis. And I showed him the guess. I said, this is what I want to look like. I said, actually, you know what? I was so naive. I said to him, this is what I'm going to look like when I stand on stage. And he looked at it and he went, no, you're not. <laughs> and I went, yes, I am. And he goes, no, you're really not. <laughs> he goes, she's been training for a long time. And I was like, yeah, but Curtis, like, and then I remember showing him a picture of this girl's butt one day, right? This girl had the most amazing butt. And I was like, look at this girl's glutes. I want glutes like this. I'm going to have glutes like this whenever I stand on stage. And Curtis was like, no, you're not, Kim. She has been training a long time because Curtis knew how long it took to build muscle, right? But I was naive. I was like, yeah, in eight months, I'm going to look like this. 
No, you're not, Kim. It took this girl many, many, many years. So I was kind of like defiant then. And I was like, well, fuck you, you know, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to do it anyway, despite what you say. Now, of course I did not look like Camille Puriat the first time I stood on stage, but that is not what's important. Okay. What's important is I knew what I wanted to look like. I had a vision in my mind, a strong, clear vision in my mind of what I wanted to look like. And every day I got up and I looked in the mirror and I studied my body and it, I did not look like Camille Perriot. Then it drove me to go into the gym, to work harder, to lift more, to push through those heavy sets, to push through those squats, to work my ass off to build muscle. And that, so that is why you need a goal. You need a vision in your mind of where you want to go. Without a vision in your mind, you will never, ever, ever get there. You cannot work towards something without knowing where you're going. It's the same with business, okay? Now, many people start, start businesses and they don't have an idea of, you know, they just, they just start it because it's fun. And, and so many people do actually become successful in business, right? They become successful and then they find themselves and they make millions and they, you know, and, and, and it happens quite by accident. But with my business, I, my, my business was not ever by accident. And let me give you a couple more points of why this is so important. Okay. And you can do this in any area of your life. This isn't just bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. Can I tell you something now? Okay. For those of you who are entrepreneurs, building my body in the gym was paramount to the success of me building my company. Because for the first time in my life, I had a goal that I was working towards and I was holding myself accountable. I knew that the only way to achieve it was to just show up every day and get it done. I had never ever before worked towards a really measurable goal. And I, I had never... And you don't understand success until you failed. You have to fail hard in order to understand success. But in order to, to understand what true failure is, you also have to have um, understood success. A lot of people say, oh, yeah, you know, well, I could do that. No, you couldn't. They're like, oh, well, yes, I could. No, you couldn't because you didn't. Unless you've done it, you couldn't do it. You can't say about anything in life, oh, I, I could have done that. No, you couldn't because you didn't. If you, if you did it, then you can say, that you could have done it, but you can't ever say, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I, I could, yeah, I could have become a doctor. No, you couldn't. Yes, I could. No, you couldn't because you didn't. <laughs> How do you know? Until you've actually done it, it's just a hypothesis in your head, right? And you may believe your hypothesis, but unless you have data to back it up, it's just a hypothesis. So wh why am I telling you about this? Well, whenever I was building my company, I knew exactly where I wanted to go. Now, I didn't know, I didn't have, um, a clear goal of how much money I wanted to make. I knew it was in the multiples of millions, okay, which is what my company does now. And I'm not saying this to boast, by the way. I'm, 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 I'm saying this to show you what is possible, okay, what I have done. So for those of you who don't know me, I am 41 years of age and I only stepped foot in the gym for the first time when I was 37. I turned 37 in April and I started in the gym two weeks after my 37th birthday. That was only four years ago. I was a stay-at-home mom to four homeschooled kids. I did not have a job nor an income. And in four years, nearly five, because I'll be 42 in April. So in five years, in five years, I not only competed on stage nine times, 
also in the world championships in my category, but I built the world's largest online um, bodybuilding company with an eight figure turnover. And I did it in four years. So I want, but I, and I want you to know that the, that how I did it, the first thing I did was showing Curtis the picture of Camille Perriat. That's what I want to look like. I knew where I was going. And I did this with, with my business as well. So let me just tell you one other thing to really reiterate how, how strong this is. I'm going to take some questions at the end, by the way. So whenever I, um, whenever I started building my business, right, it's, it seems so shallow. So I tell people this all the time. And it seems so shallow, but it doesn't matter what your goal is. It just matters that you have one and it's personal to you. So whenever I, uh, my husband is Australian and we, and I always said that I would never go to Australia before I met an Australian and married him. I always said I would never go to Australia because it was far too far. I was like, I am never going to sit in a plane. It's 33 hours door to door to go from Belfast to Australia. And I was like, I'm never going to go to Australia because it's 33 hours and I could never sit in economy in a plane and, you know, two planes, three planes for that long. So then, of course, I met and married an Australian. <laughs> it's funny how what you resist persists. So I met and married an Australian. And the first time we went to Australia, he said to me, I, we had a nine-year-old, a nine-week, a nine-month-old baby. So what's Corey nine months? Corey's nine months, right? So just between us, right? I met met Ryan on the Friday, and within two weeks, I was pregnant. <laughs> so Ryan and I celebrated our first anniversary with a with a um, with an eight-week-old baby and a mortgage. So whenever Corey was nine months or six months, I think he was. Can't remember anything. We went in June, so seven months. Corey was seven months, and we decided to fly to Australia. And I had never been to Australia. And Ryan said, "It's a horrible journey." There's really nothing about it that is comfortable. The only way to do it is just to go straight through. Don't, don't stop for a break in Dubai. Don't, you know, because there's, there's a hotel in Dubai airport. You can like, you know, book into the hotel and sleep overnight and then get on your next flight and go on your journey. So he said, the only way to do it is to just go. Just go all the way. And I was like, okay, let's do it then. So we get on the flight uh, in Belfast we had to fly to London then we had to change terminals in London so we left we left Belfast at 10 a.m in the morning right our flight didn't leave London until 9 30 that night so we had to be you know at the airport an hour, two hours beforehand we got on the flight we arrived in London we changed terminals in London it was a fucking miles in Heathrow airport we then had to you know check in or whatever and board the next flight we got in the flight took off at 9 30 by this point I was already exhausted and I'd only got to London Okay, Belfast and London aren't that far apart. I was already exhausted. So we were on the first flight, which was no, seven hours to Dubai. Seven hours to Dubai. We get off the flight in Dubai. It was like 4 a.m. I hadn't slept, right? Corey was in the bassinet. He was fine, but I hadn't slept. I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe I have to get on another flight. So we got to Dubai. I had to lie on the floor of the airport breastfeeding Corey. And because there was nowhere to sit, there was no, you know, we had, we literally had an hour and a half between flights. We were straight off. We were, you know, quick bathroom or whatever, stretch your legs and straight on the next flight. The next flight was 13 hours long. By the time we reached um, Australia, I was ready to cry. I couldn't even drink to fall asleep. I couldn't pass out because I had a baby to take care of, right? I'm a seven-month-old baby. Can't watch TV. There's no Peppa Pig at seven months, right? So it's constant entertainment. See, by the time we reached Australia... I swear to God, I nearly cried. In fact, I was ready to cry. I was exhausted. Now, on the way back, it was the same, except it was worse, okay? The flight leaving Brisbane waited 
two and a half hours for another connecting flight that was coming in from New Zealand that had been late, that had missed their connecting flight. So we sat on the plane for two and a half hours before the plane took off. And then we were in the, we were in the bulkhead, the TVs were broken in our room. So not only did I, did we have broken TVs, I had a guy who was six foot six beside me. So I had no arm room. I couldn't sit. I couldn't stretch my legs. I had no TV to watch. It was the most soul destroying experience of my life, right? I understand there's people who have much worse things to go through than flying economy to Australia. I get that. But for me, this was my pain. So then we had to change terminals and then we had to change flights in Dubai. Then we had to go to Dublin, London because the flight had waited for the other flight from Australia. We missed our connecting flight and we had to wait six and a half hours in a tiny little holding room with a baby in London. And eventually we got home at like 10 o'clock that night. And whenever we got home, I turned and I said to my husband, we are never, ever flying to Australia ever again. Just so you know, you will never, ever see your family ever again. Because <laughs> I am never repeating that, right? You can tell this isn't going to turn out well. <laughs> so along came baby number two. And off we went to Australia again. <laughs> two years later. Uh, now I had two children in economy, okay? And I said to Ryan, please, can we fly business class, please? And Ryan was like, Kim, we can't afford to, to fly business class. And I was like, please, please. And he was like, no, we cannot. Okay. So the second time around was just as bad as the first. And whenever we got back, same thing, missed the connecting flight, had to wait for four hours. It was horrendous. And we got home and I was like, absolutely and utterly destroyed from taking care of these babies. And of course, what happens? You go to bed and just as you fall asleep, the baby wakes up and now they're ready to party because they've slept the whole time and you're not, right? So I was like, oh my God, this is awful. So that was fine. And then along came baby number three. And so off we went to Australia again, a couple of years later. Ryan, please, can we fly business, please? And Ryan said, no, 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 no. We cannot fly business. We do not have the money to fly business. <laughs> so at this point I was going, one day, one day I will make enough money to fly my whole family first class to Australia. So then Jack came along and I had just, so we, baby number four came along, right? So, and off we went to Australia once again, but now there's six of us traveling, right? Business class is now so far beyond anything I can even comprehend that I, I, I stopped asking Ryan at this point. So we got on the flight and I had just started the Sculpted Vegan at this point, right? I just started training. So I'd been training, Jack, um, had I been training? No, actually I hadn't been training at this point. I hadn't been training at this point, okay. I take it back. Well, anyway, we flew to Australia again. Now, can you imagine flying to Australia with four children under the age of seven? Mm-hmm, yeah. That's what we had to do. And uh, I did not have a very hands-on husband at the time. So flying to Australia four, with four children on the age of seven was probably right up there with one of the worst experiences of my life so far, have to be honest. Um, I obviously haven't had a very wide variety, wide, wide and varied um, bad experience arsenal to draw from. But anyway, it was horrendous. And the reason why I'm telling you this, you're like, Kim, where the hell is the story going? It's entertaining, but what the fuck has it got to do with setting a body goal? Bear with me, I'm going to tell you. So, Siri, be quiet. So, whatever we, so we got on that flight to Australia, right? And I said to myself, I remember being on that flight, and this is now, I said this with baby number three, but now we have baby number four. And I said to myself, I am going to start a business which is going to be so successful that I am going to fly first class to Australia with my whole family. 
And I said this to Ryan. He was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Okay. Yeah, whatever, Kim. And so then that was fine. <laughs> Didn't happen, obviously. Then the next time we went to Australia, we got on the flight and I realized that I still hadn't achieved my goal. And I hadn't even made any steps to achieving my goal. Hadn't even started a business. But I said to Ryan, the next time we fly to Australia, we're flying first class. And he went, whatever, move on, sit down, down the economy, you know, where you go. And I remember sitting down and going, I do, because, you know, as you walk into the plane, you look left at all those big comfortable business class flights or business class seats. And you're like, <laughs> so anyway, we went, we sat down and um, we flew. It was fine. And then by this point, I was a dab hand at it. Like I knew how to place everybody on the floor to sleep and everything. So then the next time we went, I had started the Sculpted Vegan. I'd only just started it because I had started training in April and I started documenting my journey and I knew that I was going to start the Sculpted Vegan. And I said to Ryan, whenever we turned right into economy on the plane, I turned and I said to him quietly and with conviction, and I didn't even need him to believe me this time. I said to him, this is the last time we fly economy. And he went, yeah, fuck me. I've heard it all before. Like literally he'd been hearing this for nearly like for like 13 years. So 14 years. So he was like, Kim, just sit down, just move along and sit down. But as we sat down, I looked around and I said to myself, and I, I took in all of the surroundings and I said to myself internally, Internally, when I looked through to that business class cabin, and we were sitting in economy, I said to myself internally, this is the last time you will sit here. And I believed it. So, and then, so what happened was then we flew in 2019 to Australia and we flew first class. And I, it was the sweetest money I had ever spent in my entire life. It cost me Forty-eight thousand pounds, which is about—you'll know me. I always have my trusty calculator out. Sixty-four thousand dollars to fly business, to fly first class to Australia, and it was the sweetest money I had ever spent. And that experience of being on that plane with my family and with my children was on another level because that was the reason I started my business. It, it, was, no, it wasn't even the reason why I started my business. I started this business because I want to help people like you achieve your goals. But what I'm, what I'm trying to tell you with this story is the feeling of achieving your goal is on another level of sweet because you know that you haven't let yourself off the hook and you build such an inner honesty and inner conviction. You build such a belief in yourself that you literally can make anything possible. Anything can be po anything is possible for you whenever you set a goal and you work to achieving it. Now, of course, I wanted to help a lot of people, which is what the business did. But for me personally, that was the goal that drove me. I couldn't even see beyond that. I was like, I just want to make enough money that I can fly to Australia. Not only did we fly first class, I booked a 30,000 pound beach house for a month right on the beach for our entire family to stay in a six bedroom house. And it was unbelievable. Why am I telling you this story? It's not to boast. It's not to be like, oh, it's so rich. I can afford all these things. No, it's not that. It's that I was clear in my mind where I was going. I was clear what my goal was. I could taste it. 
I could feel it. I could smell it. I could imagine myself sitting in that business class seat, in that first class seat, sipping a glass of chilled champagne, looking at my children, able to lie comfortably in their pajamas in a full, in a full reclining seat and arrive refreshed to Australia, not feeling absolutely exhausted. And so why am I telling you this? Because it's the same with bodybuilding. You have to see where you're going. You have to know what you want to look like. You have to see that picture in front of you. And even if you haven't seen it, even if it's not a picture, I would, I would encourage you to not only, with a step I'm going to give you in a minute, not only to find that body goal, but to maybe, you know, maybe go to a gym, right? And maybe, or go to a bikini show. If you have any kind of bodybuilding show near you, go. I would, I would honestly encourage you all to go to a bodybuilding show at some point and look at the women standing on the stage and the men too. You smell the discipline, smell it along with the tanning oil and, and all of the other stuff that, you know, is there. But there's a, there's a, there's a feeling to a show, right? And if you are absolutely serious about changing your body. You may not even want to stand on stage, but anyone can go and watch these shows. And as you see these incredible, sculpted, muscular, lean bodies walking around, you, be you begin to build the belief that it is possible, that it is possible and it is possible for you. And even if you're 63 and your body goal is 22, it doesn't matter. It's not, it's, you know, I, I was never going to look like my body goal in the beginning because I have a completely different body shape. I'm kind of stocky and I'm wide in the waist and I have a long body and short legs. And so I was never going to look like her, but that wasn't the point. The point was that I knew where I was going. Just like with the business, I knew that my number one goal was to fly my family first class to Australia. You have to know where you're going. So what I want you to do for your first step today, and there's, there's two parts to the, to the step today, okay? I want you to spend some time today looking up Instagram and Facebook or online on Google, wherever. And we give you very specific steps here in the PDF. So anyone who's just joined, we have this PDF for you to download, okay? It's in the Facebook group at the minute. We're also sending it out via email and it gives you specific steps to what to do. And there's a link in here as well. So what you have to do is you have to find a body goal. Now, if you go into something like Instagram and you do a search and you put in hashtags, fitness model, um, you know, uh, bikini athlete, bikini, you know, model, uh, fitness photo shoot, stuff like that, right? It'll start to suggest accounts to you. And as you start to follow people, it'll start to suggest other accounts that you can follow. Spend time looking at all of those pictures. Look at Bikini Olympia, look at, you know, Olympia or, or figure champion, you know, or, you know, if you, there's loads of different words that you can put in, okay? Or look, in the, look at the images in Google. I want you to find your body goal. And at some point you will look at a photo and you will go, yes, that is what I want to look like. And it may not be ripped and muscular, it may be someone who's a little fuller or someone who, you know, is a little softer. It may be like, yes, if that is what, that is what I want to look like, okay? But you have to have the feeling inside. You have to energetically connect to it with body, mind, and soul. You have to look at it and it has to light a fire inside you. If it doesn't light a fire inside you, move on and find something that does. You have to be connected to this goal because this is the first thing to get you going. And when you falter, which you will on your journey, 
when you have days when you don't want to go to the gym, when you're exhausted, when you have your period, when you've had a fight with your husband or your wife or your spouse or your sister or your mother, when you're, you know, your muscles are sore and you don't think you can move. In all of those times, you need something that you can look at that will keep you going when times get tough. And I used to put mine as my screensaver. So every time I turned on my phone, there it was. And on my computer as well. Every time I turned it on, there it was. You have to have something that you can connect to emotionally to keep you going. Now, the second part of what you guys are going to do today is a little more difficult. And I'll tell you why it's a little more difficult. Because maybe difficult for some of you and not for others. So you have to take a photo of yourself in either your underwear or in a bikini or in something skimpy. These are your starting photos. You can just stand in the mirror and take them as a selfie, or you can put your phone on a timer and you can take, you can take the photo on a timer, okay? But you have to take front side with your arms out, back and other side photos, okay? Then you're gonna take the first photo, that you, the front photo that you take, and you're going to put it side by side with your body goal. So you on the left, or whatever it is for you, this is my left, I think this looks like it's your right. You on the left, your body goal on the right. And what this is a representation of is where you are now versus where you wanna be. This is, this is like, this is like looking at, this is like looking at a map. This is like me going to France with my kids last year and looking at the map and going, here's where I am at the airport at Marseille and here's where I want to go, the middle of France. And, and then suddenly I'm going, okay, here's where I am and here's where I want to go. And it seems so far away. But the only way to get there was to just get in the car and drive. And did I take loads of wrong turns? Yeah. Was I like swearing and panicking and sweating? Yeah. Were the kids going, when are we going to be there? And I'm hungry. And is there a McDonald's around here? Yeah. Was it like, did I just get in the car and was it lovely, you know, like wind, you know, wind blowing in my hair, music playing, driving around France? No, I was driving on the wrong side of the car on the wrong side of the road in these massive fucking motorways, trying to follow a sat-nav that I didn't really know where it was taking me. And I took wrong turns and I was off and I was up and I was down and I was, I was like, shut up, I'm talking to me when I was driving. Like it was messy. And it was, and it was horrible at times and it was nice at times and it was long and it was boring and it took me about five hours and about three hours in, I was like, I am done with this shit. But like, what, what else was I going to do except keep driving? Right. I was like, I know when we get there, Pam and Paul are going to be there. It's going to be really good fun. We're going to, you know, we're going to have a couple of gin and tonics or some French beer and I'm going to love it. And I did because I knew where I was going. I could taste it, feel it, smell it. I knew the kids were gonna have great crack with their friends, which they totally did. And it was amazing. But I was in the valley of hell in the middle of it, three hours in, hot, sweaty, kids going, when are we gonna be there? And it wasn't pleasant, but the only way to get where I wanted to go was to keep on going. That's what the purpose of this first exercise is. Where you are now versus where you wanna be. But here's why this is difficult. Most people, not, not you guys, by the way, the other people who didn't show up live today. Not, not you guys, those other people, right? Those other people, here's what they do. They don't really want to look at the reality of where they are now. It's very hard for people to take before photos because whenever you're looking at yourself, standing in your underwear, the cold water of reality washes over you and you cannot ignore 
what you have or haven't been doing. But that is the point. I want you to get real because here's why. Most of us are big, fat, fucking liars. And by the way, I forgot to tell you that I swear a lot in the beginning. And for those of you who don't know me, they're like, she really has a pretty mouth. <laughs> I really do. And I'm not going to apologize for it because it's just who I am. It's my personality. So please don't be offended. Um, and I think a good fuck sometimes really emphasizes your point. <laughs> so a lot of people don't want to recognize where they are, right? They're liars. We're all liars. Not you guys, by the way. The other, the other people, not, not you. But most people are liars. They don't want to admit where they are. And so we don't, we avoid looking at ourselves in the mirror and we wear flattering clothes that don't squeeze our cellulite or, you know, show off the bits that we're not working on. Or we, you know, we, we tend to get dressed in the dark or we avoid the camera. We don't have people take photos of us. And if we ever do see a photo of us, we're like, oh my God, do I actually look like that? You know, you're like, oh my, it's, it's horrendous. Have you ever caught sight of it? Like, and I, it happened to me recently last year, whenever I was on vacation and I really let myself go a bit by my standards. <laughs> it's probably not a lot by most people's standards. And so my husband took a photo of me. I was standing showing someone something on my phone. And I was, he took a photo of me from behind and I saw my butt and how much cellulite I'd put on. And I don't have cellulite because cellulite is just fat and I don't have a lot of fat in my bum. And I was like, oh, oh my God. And seeing that photo actually sparked an eight week shred. In fact, I think it did 10 weeks. I did a 10 week shred after that and got ripped to the bone. But up until then, I'd been merrily pretending that all of that alcohol I'd been drinking over lockdown didn't count. And all of the cardio I hadn't been doing didn't really make a difference. I knew I was fatter than I wanted to be. But because I was avoiding really looking in the mirror, I was avoiding taking photos of myself. There's something different that happens when you take a photo of yourself. There's something very different that happens than looking in the mirror. If you're looking in the mirror, you can kind of go, oh, you know, I have this lovely slimming mirror in my bedroom. And you just have a slimming mirror slightly dusky and it's long on the wall and whenever you whenever my, my mother only used to say to me I, I lose about 10 pounds when I look in that mirror because it makes you look really long and elongated yeah so uh, you don't want to have one of those you actually want to take the photos because the cold harsh daylight of a photo really gives you a lot of data as to where you are and it's important and I want you to look at your photos and go oh god like I want you to do that or maybe you might look at your photos and go hey actually not as bad as I thought well that's fantastic doesn't matter whether you're like, oh my God, I'm suicidal or not really not that good. Or you're like, wow, I've really made a lot of progress. Maybe you've been working hard on one of my programs or someone else's program. And you're like, hey, my before photos really aren't that bad. Well, that's fantastic. But you still have to have your after photo of where you want to go. I've been training for five years. Okay. I have a lot of muscle. Like I have a permanent six pack. You can see like I have, you know, I'm muscular chest, muscular back. I have great legs, great glutes. Don't mean to boast, but I know that I do. I'm still not happy. Still not happy. I want bigger quads. I want bigger glutes. I want less fat in my ass. I'm kind of happy with my upper body. But, you know, I would love to have like a ripped six pack all year round, but it's never going to happen because I bulk during the year. So I'm still not happy. I'm still making small, small, small improvements. I'm still training every single day with well, five days a week. I'm still improving, 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 improving because I haven't yet. I, I think the day you reach perfection is the day you, you, you just, you have to give it all up. Because as a bodybuilder or as someone who's into fitness or someone who wants to transform their body, you never reach perfection. But you have to have a vision of where you want to go. And your body goal will change over time. Like if I looked like Camille Pariat now, I, I, would, I would commit suicide because <laughs> she has so little muscle compared to me. So I would have to lose half of the muscle I have to look like her. So my body goal has changed and updated over time. And now I don't actually need a body goal. Well, actually, that's not true. I do have a body goal too. I have, a, I have an ass goal now. There's a girl I follow online. I can't remember her name. 
but she has the most incredible ass and I just salivate every time I get it. Now she also is like 23. <laughs> So I've got a good 20 years on her and I think gravity is like is working faster than I can build muscle unfortunately but um it is always good to have something to aspire to something that inspires you and that is the point of today's exercise. So here's what you have to do. After you've finished watching this whether it's the replay or you're here with me live today you are going to go and find your body goal. Now it's okay and what you want to do is screen grab. So you're going to find your body goal and then you're going to screen grab, okay? And you're going to keep all of those screen grabs. I recommend setting up a folder in your phone. I have a folder in my phone for body goals. So set up a folder in your phone, screen grab loads of different body goals that you like, add them all to the folder and then choose one. Choose one that you're like, if I ever looked like that, I like I would be ready to die. I would, you know, kill me now. I've achieved all my goals. You want to have something that you really emotionally connect to, okay? Then go and set your phone up on a timer and take your before photos. If you don't take your before photos, you will regret it because your transformation is going to be fucking epic. Epic, okay? You, yes, you listening to this right now, okay? Your transformation is going to be epic. And if you don't take your before photos, you will regret it. No matter how fat you are, how unfit you are, how old you are, how saggy you are, how cellulite you are, how skinny you are, whatever it is, how white you are, don't go and put on your tan and everything and make yourself look better as you are now. White, hairy, you know, which is me. I'm talking about myself here. I should put, put a bit of tan on today. Lockdown, like seriously, who has time to do anything? Um, however you are today, those are your before photos. And here's a little hint, right? The worse they are, the better. Because then your after photos are going to be so epic. I wish I had taken more before photos. I wish I had taken more before photos. But I was so ashamed of what I looked like. I didn't want to take them. And now I look back and I regret I only have like one, one or two before photos. Let me show you. Let me show you one of my before photos, okay? And I have, I, have a, uh, I have all these folders in here and one of them is called Kim's Body Shots, right? And in Kim's Body Shots, look, this is Kim's Body Shot. Oh, no, it's not, nearly. This is Kim's Body Shot, right? So these are, my, these are my body shots from the beginning of my journey. Now, obviously there's far, far more of these, but in the very beginning, let's see if I can show you. This is what I looked like. People always laugh when they see this photo. Can you see that? Like this, this is what I looked like. Like I had like, look at those skinny wee legs. Look at those skinny wee legs, okay? And and like my shape, I, I like I'm really pear shaped. So I'm really like narrow in the shoulders and then I'm wider in the hips and I am really skinny, right? And so that's why I'm saying you don't have to be really overweight. Most people do join this program because they're or join any of my programs because they're overweight. But like I was a wee skinny, skinny malinky, right? And then over the years I have built, so let's see, uh, let's see if this will come in focus. So look at these bad boys. This was me a year ago. Like, look at those pins now. Very different to, <laughs> that was a year ago. My legs are double that size now compared to those wee skinny pins that you saw in the very beginning. So you have to take your before photos. I wish that I had it taken more because honestly, you will regret it if you don't. So once you have, so here's the final step of things you have to do. It's all in the PDF here, guys, okay? It's all in the PDF. This PDF is uploaded into the Facebook group in announcements. It's also sent out via email. tells you everything you have to do. So you have to get your, your after photo, your body goal, then take your before photos and store them somewhere. Set up a folder in your phone called, you know, called Jill's Jill's body shots put them in there and then put your photo now with your after photo side by side 
that's where you are and where you want to go. That's your, your destination now versus that's where you are now versus your destination. And then I want you to click the link in. So if you go to the very end here, and actually this shows you some of my, um, if you look in the PDF, it shows some of my body goals here. So let me show you, this is probably bigger. So this is, this is me in the very beginning of my journey in the black. And this is me five years down the line. Now, can you see, let me see if I can blow this up for you. So look at that tiny wee bum, right? That's what my bum looked like in the beginning. There was nothing to it. And it was beginning to get really saggy. Now, five years down the line, this is my butt now. And you might be like, Kim, there's really not a lot of difference. And there really isn't a lot of difference because it takes a long, 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 long time with a lot of effort to build muscle. So, but you can see the size difference in my thighs as well. So this is what, and this is what you're gonna have. So look at the difference in my thighs. You see the, see the quad muscle in the, the one with the blue top? So you really wanna have, let me show you another one here. So this was me. This was me here whenever I first started trying to figure out how to pose. This was me here in the middle about a year and a half ago. And then this was me a year ago here on this size. So look, look at the difference in my body. But see if I hadn't this photo here, I would have regretted it. See, whenever I took that photo, I remember, I remember taking this photo, getting my niece to take it. And I remember being like, oh my God, like hide that, that is so horrendous. And I, I deleted all of the photos in that range, permanently deleted them because I was so ashamed of them. And now I'm like, why did I delete those? My transformation has been epic. I just didn't believe in the beginning how epic it was going to be or how epic it could be because I had no data. So I'm here to tell you now, right? As someone who in four years, five years, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, five years, in five years, I have built my body and at the same time, a company with an eight figure turnover. And I didn't believe in the beginning that it was possible, which is why I deleted all those photos. But I'm here to tell you now, it is possible. It is possible for you. I did both at the same time, the business and the bodybuilding. So don't tell, and I was homeschooling four children. So don't tell me now, I don't have the time. I don't, I don't, but I'm injured. But I, anything is possible that you set your mind to. If it's important to you, you will find a way. And if it's not, you will find an excuse. Don't be an excuse finder. Will it be hard? Yes. Will you hit roadblocks? Yes. Will you cry and swear and vomit and spit? Yes. Will you like need support along the way? Yes. But don't tell me that it's not possible. Don't tell me you're too busy or too old or too fat or too incapacitated or too poor. Don't give me any excuse because if I can do what I did in five years, you can bloody well build a better body than you have now. You just have to believe that it's true. You have to believe that you can. I believe in you. So even if you don't believe in you, I believe in you. Don't let me down, okay? Let me just show you one more because I know you're like, oh, but Kim, you were so skinny to begin with. This is what I looked like after the birth of my fourth child, okay? Again, still not massively overweight, okay? Still not massively overweight, but you can see I did not have the perfect belly or physique, okay? Let me just zoom a little bit more. This is what my belly looked like. Again, not anything disgusting or horrible or whatever, but certainly not the body of a physique athlete. And then this was me in 2019 in the yellow. So you can see they are, you know, very different. It just took time. But apart from it taking time, it took the decision to do it. 
I just made a decision I was going to do it and I didn't let myself off the hook. So once you have this photo, okay, once you have it saved, and I, we teach you how to do it here. I, I use an app called Layout, okay? Layout is um, it's an, an app. It's in the app store on iPhone, but there's loads of different apps you can use. You just look for one. Just Google if you don't. If you're like, well, which one should I use? Just ask Google which is the best app for setting photos side by side. Just download one that's free. Set your photos side by side, and then go to the final page. Yeah, go to the final page on the in the PDF. It says upload a copy of the photo to the website by clicking here. This is your personal accountability. Once you click on there by clicking here, it will take you to this page on the website. Well, if it will launch. Oh, actually, oh yeah, well. Okay, so it takes you to this page on the website, okay? You put in your name, your email address, and then you upload your photo. It says here, see that little black button? It says select files. Name, email address, select files, you upload your photo, and you click submit. That is you uploading your photos. Now, here's one thing I have to say. We will never, we will never show your photos. We will never publish your photos. No one in my team will even look at your photo. This step is for you. Develop personal accountability, okay? Doesn't matter that no one is gonna see your photos. You're not like, oh, well, Kim, Kim won't even know if they're there. Like, if I could just pretend that I did it. Let me tell you, if you pretend that you did it, to me, you're just, you're just fooling yourself. You're only fooling yourself. The only way you're ever going to get where you want to go is if you develop personal accountability. And to develop personal accountability, you have to show up and do the work. So that's your, that's your step for tomorrow. Your before photo, no matter how horrifying it is, your after photo of what you're going to look like, put them side by side in an app, upload them to the website by clicking the link in the PDF. And if you don't do it, by tomorrow, same time, 2 p.m., you must remove yourself from the group. Again, it's a personal accountability thing. For those of you who missed the start, I was saying that we didn't expect to have 15,000 people in the challenge and we don't have the bandwidth to go through every person who's done it with everyone in the group and remove people manually because we can only remove them one by one. We thought we could do a mass removal, but we can't. So this is your chance to hold yourself accountable. There's nobody watching you. There's nobody beating you with a stick. There's nobody making sure that you do it. And there never, ever, ever will be. And if you need there to be to achieve something in life, then you're never going to be successful. I have a whole podcast on this. It's about the C word, it's called. Anyone who wants a little, a little further listening after this, if you're like, oh God, I'm so psyched up and I want to listen to something else, go to the website, go to the podcast and look up the podcast called The C Word. I'm not sure what number it is. But it's all about personal honesty and personal accountability. It is the first step to achieving greatness in your life. And if you don't do it, you ain't gonna be worth shit. And I hate to tell you that. I hate to tell you that, but it is true. And I know it's true because I've been there and I've been in your shoes. And I know where you are now and I know how much you're struggling and I know how hard this is. I'm not taking away from, from how hard this is, but you were born to do hard shit. I say to my kids every day, they go, but it's so hard. And I go, you are tougher than life is hard. That's my mantra in the house. I said to the kids, you are stronger than life is tough or you are tougher than life is hard, whatever. I change it up sometimes. <laughs> you are stronger than life is tough. You are. And all it requires you to do is take the next step. Goal setting is simply a next step program. 
The only way you can fail to achieve your goal is if you don't take the next step. So the only way you can fail to complete this five-day challenge is if you don't take the next step. So do yourself a favor, take the next step. And if you have any questions or anything you wanna discuss, we have the coaches here in the group to help you. If you have questions about something, you're struggling with something, you just need a little bit of emotional support, post in the group, the coaches are waiting to support you. We are here for you. And even if you're like, I don't know why I can't even take my own photos. I have such an emotional block, post it in the group. That's your next step. If you have such an emotional block, even to take overtaking the first step, then what you need to do is you need to post in the group and say, I'm finding this so hard. I can't even open my phone to take this photo because I'm finding it so hard. That's, that's fine. That's good. If you're there, even acknowledging that and writing it in the group is your next step. That's your next step. So we're here to support you. I do not want you to fail in this challenge. We're here to do anything it takes to, for you to complete this and to finally get on your journey to sculpting the body of your dreams. But first of all, you have to know what your dream is. So go find your body goal. Go find your body goal. I will see you all again here tomorrow, same time, 2 p.m. UK time. Check wherever it is, whatever time it is for you in the world. Same time every single day this week. And I want you all to have completed your next step before we meet again here tomorrow. Have an awesome rest of the day. Thank you so much for showing up live. I love you all loads. And I'm so proud of you for showing up here and believing in yourself enough to do this. And I'll speak to you all tomorrow. Take care.